Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Trifles Podcast with me, the number one member of the Trifles Podcast. The number Sips. one jabroni in the land. It's uh, Louis, Louis Brindley, everybody. He uh, back once again uh, for another podcast. This has got to be like our millionth podcast by now. Like this has been going on far too long, honestly. <laughs> Who knew? We Well, the secret is we just say the same old shit. True. <laughs> True. You know, True. I realized I realized last week... You guys want to talk about global warming this, today? Or, I'm going to say 20% was re rehashed stuff. <laughs> we're due a climate change chat, aren't we? Like, it's oh, been a while. No? no? Okay. We'll think of something else. Um, I I have, I'll tell you what. I had okay, a fucking go. great weekend, lads. Nice. A great weekend. I went out into London two days. Back-to-back -back days. Wow. And one day I went out and we saw a, a, a friend of ours um, and then I met up with some other mates of mine who live in London, went out all day, like got pretty drunk, went out in the evening, had dinner and everything. And then the next day me and Mrs. F went into town and had lunch and everything. And it was just fucking great to be out and about again. It really was. Like, yeah, yeah, Really, yeah. really... It was great. It was great. Especially with the sunshine. Oh, yeah. I, I, I did the same. I had a really nice time, went out, Went to a place I hadn't been to before. You know, had some had some experiences. Wow, it was it was like the whole world is has opened up. Yeah, yeah. everyone seemed very happy. A lot of happiness. Hey, on uh, over here on Monday, no more masks, baby. We don't even need to wear them anymore. Really? Yeah. Wow. Strip them off. Yeah. Get naked. Oh yeah. Free, free the chin. Yeah. You only free have to chin. wear them on buses. Apparently, that's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so still if gross. you're going on a bus, you got to wear a mask. But otherwise. You don't have to wear a mask anymore on Monday, which is uh, which is really good timing because I'm getting my second jab on uh, on Friday. Oh shit! I've got mine coming up. Uh... I got some. Uh, I got a, a weekend to uh, fully immunize, and then uh, come Monday, no mask and be out there pissing and spitting in other people's mouths and every. Oh, it's gonna be awesome! I've I can't of, wait. I've kind of gotten used to wearing a mask. I'm kind of quite. It feels quite comforting and closing. Like I feel like I'm like sealed off a bit from the world. <laughs> like also the other thing is, um, I noticed this guy. Uh, he posted like he, he was like oh, cy I cycle to work every day and I have this mask um, it's in Bristol and he has like a, just, it's just it's not like a full face mask um, is it one well, of those ones with is. the air filter stuff on it yes it's I got the little, pollution, little hole right? in the front oh, right, yeah. Yeah. pollution filter and man he was like after 10 hours of use and it was like a, it was like a white handkerchief that turned into like a dirty like six month old grey oh, dish rag so bad, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, like I couldn't believe how much like pollution you breathe in every 
every day. Yeah, like when surgeons crazy. use those masks, um, they wear them once. Like, um, I don't think they're designed to be worn for like 10 hours at a time and then washed. And, you know what I mean? Like, I think you got to wear yeah. one like, you know, maybe like one for an hour well, no, or I think something. The, these are ones like with a little plastic frame and they have like a replaceable filter in. Oh, so they're a little bit higher right, than the standard right. ones you see in the right, street. Right, but right. it's... Yeah, I mean, I think like it's pretty common to. In fact, like it made me think, fuck, if I'm cycling around in town, I should be wearing a filter because I, I I used to cycle around a lot and I was thinking it's, of uh, it it's, up again. It's crazy. I mean, when when they bring in, uh, what is it they, they say that uh, there are all kinds of cities promising that they're, they're going to be electric car only and stuff like that, and there's a yeah. whole bunch of hoo ha about oh, the fucking environmentalists are taking over. I, if you if you can't look at the rise of things like asthma and and not accept that. There is a lot of air pollution and there's a lot of asthma in kids and it's fucking awful and you're breathing it in. Like if you could just show people like that, no, this is what no, I breathed in no, in one day. No, so I'm going to stop you there. In my local paper, there was a really interesting article submitted by a reader of the paper who said that this is simply just a natural warming cycle of the Earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know if he's a scientist or not, but it sounded <laughs> believable to me. He sounds like a scientist. He sound, He seems like he knows what he's talking about. So I'm just going to have to disagree with you there, Flax. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything to really, natural really warming quickly. cycle yeah. of the Earth and nothing else well, to worry I about. T to be positive, though, I think actually in city centres, these the pollution is certainly you see apparently in China as well, like the city pollution, they've really made like leaps and bounds to get rid of it. I mean, it's still bad, I'm sure. Where'd you hear cities, that? But, um, well, I saw, local thing, paper. Um, I saw some pollution. I saw some charts on like pollution charts on Data is Beautiful or something on Reddit. And, and it was really interesting. Like, like I'm sure it's city centre pollution has been going on, but it's still bad, obviously. Um, so, I mean, in a, in a positive note, and in a negative note, it's still there, but it's getting better. I, I am, I am taking this approach now. I just, the I am idea staggered of, um... that people are against cleaning air. Why wouldn't you want cleaner air? We all have to breathe it. It's crazy to me how you could say. Oh, no, blah, blah, just... A lot of people have been fleeing, fleeing the cities actually in, oh, in yeah. COVID, like because they realised that. Well, because of the zombies. One of the big advantages. Well, one of the big advantages. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't want to be in the city. Ah! Well, one of the big advantages is all the pubs and clubs and bars and all that stuff. That's like a big allure for people living in slack bang in the middle <laughs> of town. Allure. Allure. An allure. Oh, the allure <laughs> of the city, the pubs. Allure. Yeah. The clubs, the park bench where you watch the man pooing into a McDonald's container. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. If, uh, so too close to home. That's too oh, close to fuck. home for me, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, 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 I'm glad that things are relaxing. I'm glad that people are, 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 are thinking about getting back to normal and stuff. But, um, I'm also, um, I'm also interested in some stuff I've been reading about people not wanting to go back to work in offices and stuff. Oh, We've man, discussed yeah. this at length before. We, we all know how we feel about working in offices, but it feels like there's almost like a mini revolution now. People are like, no, I don't want to go back. I don't want to have to deal with you people anymore. Like the weird silo power builders and, and stuff like that. Like they're the only ones that want to go back because that's their whole life. They're so sad. But uh, most normal people who have a life don't want to be around those people all the time. Mm, so mm. I say keep them home. If you can work remotely, why the hell not? Like it's a lot better yeah. for everything. Right? It is. Yeah, I yeah, love it. For um, I think that I know that there are uh, there are people at Mrs. F's place that uh, have moved way out. 
And they sort of keep having these meetings where they're saying, so how often do you want to come into the office? And everyone's like, mm, Never. Once, a, once a week. <laughs> and they're like, hmm. I'd be happy living the rest of my life without ever seeing you again, to be, to be perfectly honest. It's just, That's it's, what they're thinking. Obviously, it's specific to certain industries. And there are a lot of people out there who have to go in sure. and it sucks. But I, I know people who at the, at the start thought, oh, this is going to suck. And now they, they realize... I never want to go back to work. Like, why yeah. would I want to go into an office? Why the hell would you want to? Why would no, you I mean, honestly, yeah, object yourself stuck. to that? But I did also read another thing on the internet there. On the other hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That said uh -huh. that, uh, that it might be bad for people's sort of... Uh, promotion prospects within a company if yeah. you're not in the office and some oh, yeah. chuck in sales is in there every written, week written by can a guy mr dawson you know he like probably that. just spent 50 million on a new office refurbishment so he's like he's getting in there early well counterpoint to that argument <laughs> he's sweating he's like mopping his brow <laughs> just spent, really just ponied up a lot of money for this office um a counterpoint to your argument young man is um <laughs> yeah that's it like yeah. you know how much this sofa costs <laughs> this costs a lot of money master i don't know <laughs> you'll ever see this kind in. of money in your life but geez you, you um, know what I, I would like the idea of someone who'd furbish, refurbish the office and liked it so much they didn't want the employees mad it up. Oh yeah! They just had this beautiful office. All the it was all beautifully laid out. Yeah, yeah. Plants. Stay home, guys. Yeah, don't come in. And they're just <laughs> lounging around. He's got the whole perfectly place to tidy office. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Would be good. Oh, like, oh, man. yeah, I think it's I think it's probably a mix, isn't it? Uh, I, I think that is I think that is probably a factor because it is whoever gets chummiest with the the people who are in charge who gets you know the edge, isn't it? You know. Well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I I was thinking about that, and I was thinking that that's kind of a that's like the way people get promoted in movies where, you know, they're in the right time at the right place. Like in Big, when Tom Hanks just bumps into the boss. He goes, ah, it's good for the boss to get knocked on his ass now and then. And then he gets up and he says something to him like, uh, oh, your toys suck and I can invent better ones. And he's like, hmm. And then he just says, hey, come, why don't you sit in on a big meeting with us with all the executives and talk about toys? It's like, that, that doesn't really happen. Like the idea that your manager is so fucking clueless that they're not actually looking at the work you're doing and the productivity and, you know, all the other stuff and that they literally, the only way to get promoted and to win their favor is by being there yeah. and saying the right thing. Fuck off. I you're mean, right. that's stupid. I like your gumption. It, didn't, it yeah. didn't traditionally happen, but ever since people watched the movie Big, yeah. and then grew up to then become big time hotshot CEOs themselves that was something that stayed in their mind so nowadays that is something that can that can happen right because they have that idea plant that yeah. the seed of the right. idea planted in their minds so that's exactly how people get promoted is yeah. uh, you just you just happen to go be in and say that your toys suck and I could do better <laughs> and uh, pff, you just enjoy swimming in your bathtub full of money baby like it's, it's awesome I, I always thought promotion was this sort of bizarre concept anyway right because most jobs i mean i can i can think of a lot of jobs right where can you name three getting, promo getting promoted means you don't do the job anymore right like if you're a teacher you're teaching people yeah you know you then get promoted to i don't know head teacher right, right? <laughs> that's a nice well, jump you end up you end up teaching less. What about deputy head teacher? That's got to be a good I mean, job, right? I don't remember the deputy head teaching very much. There's like head of year. Either. I think that I think in a larger school you might have head of subject. So or maybe that might be a university oh. thing. Like we had, so there was a head. Of, there was a head of our year. Yeah, and but, still but, do the same. But you need people that can manage. You need people that can manage. 
management is but it's important. not this kind of it's not this kind of 10 or 20 rung system of promotion it tends to be like you are either a, a person doing a job or you're you're either a junior like shit like a noob doing a job badly or you're the guy <laughs> doing the job or you're like a senior guy who is can tell other people tell the noobs how to do their job yeah properly. noobs so I mean, that's, that's what they it. call them it doesn't feel like there's like this i don't know like this idea this hollywood idea of Ah, well, wow, you, you, Johnny's done well in in tack in the tack company. Let's promote him to chief tacking officer. <laughs> right. So it, well, it's like, where does it go from there? Ah, you finished the tax. I'm going to promote you to carpets. It's like it doesn't go to like. Are you are you yeah, questioning the the structure of of every business? Is that I what this so. is? I think so. I think he's figured out. <laughs> he's gone in. He said, "Your business sucks, and I can do better." See what I mean? The seeds yeah. planted. That's it. That's what this it, it is. Worked. The power play that's that that's happening right here, right now. I suppose once you're in that bureaucratic, bureaucratic. That's why I feel about no, it. I like manage, that. Yeah, managemental, managemangling. You, you, you should do a talk garbage. where you put put the word bureaucratic up, and they're like, someone puts their hand up. Yeah, sorry, questions are at the end, but can I help you. And they're like, yeah, it's bureaucratic, and you're like, is it? Where is the system broken? Man, you and you Second get up on the slide. table and you go like more like bureau crotch it and then you go honk honk, you like you grab your junk. No? I'm yes, see the TED Talk is taking shape. Um but no, like I just I I don't know whether that still exists out outside that the realm of, of just a, a bank that has just le- too many layers of management going up till till the to the stairway to heaven. You know, yeah. it's just everyone's a vice president or an executive. That's vice very president. American to to have a load of vice presidents. Yeah, I know a lot yeah. of a lot of firms have that vice president, vice president of sales in charge of coffee. That's a good one. I, I understand what you're saying. You're saying that when you promote people who are doing really well, they're no longer doing that work that they were doing really well, and now they're doing something else. And that's um, not good for them. No, and but they can also say, "I'd like to keep my." current responsibilities but for example you might have a system and i know a few companies like this where you you do get bumped up and you're still doing that work but now you're also expected to do more work yeah like you're also expected to do project management and stuff like that so the thing is if you have someone doing a fairly simple job shall we say and they're doing it well you might expect them then to be able to not only do their job manage their job but also be able to manage other people and like you want that because that's sort of like in Hearts of Iron, for example. Oh, right. Hearts yeah. of Iron 4. Now we're talking. You've got your generals. Yeah. You also have like the the field marshals, right? Who have generals underneath them. And all the benefits from the field marshal go down the line to all the other generals. So if you're really good at doing your job, you can go and help people out and suddenly they become better at yeah, doing Yeah, you train job. them that's up. That's the system. Right. There's something to be mm-hmm. said for people who, who do the same job for too long as well, right? There's definitely oh, some complacency. There's probably a little bit of resent. Maybe some bitterness, like uh, I, like I'm not, I'm not uh, targeting like older no, people or I whatever. Think but that is it. There's certain people that have been in their jobs way too long and need. But to they change were never up. good to start with, right? I think people who have been a bit like, oh, like you know, like imagine you you start. Okay, let's let's do a proper promotion structure. Okay, it's a pub. Right. Okay, you get a job in the pub as a dishwasher. That must be the worst. All right, or the guy who. What's worse than a dishwasher in the pub? Uh, the, probably uh, the guy who just the guy who has the to floors. clean the toilets yeah. and the floors. Yeah. Okay. Cleaning the toilets and the floors. Clean the toilets, right? So you you go in as a toilet cleaner, and they're like, "Man, you cleaned those period. You cleaned those toilets spick and span." Thank I'm you, promoting sir. you to to dishwasher. Oh, thank you. So now you're dishwasher. How much more okay. do I earn? This is a this is actually like a repeat storyline in EastEnders, by the way. <laughs> 
<laughs> this whole process that you're going right. through, cleaning and the pub, and then he gets demoted then, back to toilet. And then you get to to serve the pints. Over and the stuff. course of three years, they're owning the Queen Vic somehow, yeah. and the calf, and the arches. Yes. yes, yes. See, this is the process, isn't it? So yeah, then it goes from dishwasher to and the fruit stall as well, and yeah. the clothing <laughs> the stall. There's the clothing <laughs> stall. Too. I, I love the the things that you uh, need in EastEnders world because you never see, as far as I remember, you never see yeah. someone just going to the supermarket. Where do they they're get all their going... DVDs from? I don't know. Like, where do they get their DVDs because from? Because they're always, they're always going on about how it's time to watch a DVD because there's been some upset. But like, there's no DVD stall that I know of in the market. Maybe there is. That's where they get do all of their shopping, clearly. When do they mention DVDs? All the time. When they're <laughs> really? like, oh the no, you know, Dot, Dot's had an aneurysm. It's okay, love. Put on a DVD and open <laughs> a bottle of wine. <laughs> that's it. That's that's the line every time. It's always put on like, a DVD. Maybe it's changed. It's been a while since I watched. Yeah, I'd say maybe fifteen years. I haven't watched an episode. When my mum's up, she watches it. She watches EastEnders, Emmerdale, Casualty. Uh, what else does she watch? I think she watches Coronation Street. If anyone's in touch with these soaps, we need. Are they? Do they mention like Amazon Prime? Yeah, do yeah. they mention they, Bitcoin? Like, what do they? That's had an aneurysm. Ah, well, love. It's a Bitcoin price is plummeted. Yeah. She's she's buggered. <laughs> <laughs> she she loved those cryptocurrencies. She was she fucking had Monero. She was into. Cardano, she was buying it. Ian Beale convinced her to buy Ethereum and it's just plummeted 50%. <laughs> you my bet. It's like strangling him. Everyone's in the in the Queen Vic. Something getting you down there. We're the price of Bitcoin's down 15% this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to sell the calf. Cheer up, love. Put a DVD on. <laughs> no, no, it's a Blu-ray oh, this DVD now. System, it's Blu-ray. This Blu-ray says how to get rich with Bitcoin. It's making me feel worse. <laughs> yeah, what a show. Man, what a show. Um, I don't know if you guys have... You guys probably haven't really watched any of that stuff. Casualty, especially since the lockdown, since the pandemic... Um, oh, have fuck. been. Yeah, what's um, that like? They've been filming throughout. It's been not, like, as regular as it normally would be. But one thing that we've noticed in Casualty is that uh, none of the actors uh, are within two feet of each other any like ever. Well, so if there's how are like they a, doing any in, in like in when the doctor's having a poke at them? Is he doing it like with a with a little broom with a scalpel? Well, I think they do like these weird camera angles. <laughs> I think he's and dead. Stuff. So like the doctor <laughs> looks about three times bigger than he normally is, but you see the back of him. With like, <laughs> there's like a lot of that, and then same with like uh, same with like intimate scenes, like with kissing and stuff. I think um, I think they've been like uh, like close up recording like people kissing like their loved ones, and then they sort of like cut that in like to the to the kissing scene. Oh so man! That, yeah, yeah. Because like, well, I guess you know they gotta they don't want to get the uh, the Rona right, so they they have to like. But surely do they're all getting tests and things. I mean, I I would have thought so. I mean, it's probably not like that now because of like the easing of restrictions and and whatnot, and uh, you know people getting vaccinated and everything, but. For a while, like it was, it was kind of noticeable. It was pretty funny. Like, I mean, I guess they had to or whatever, but it was, it was good. It might have just been old, like you know, stuff that was recorded mm. like early on, sort of thing. 
that's just only now being aired, like after it's been edited or cut up. But it was interesting. It's funny. That's funny. Speaking of um, weird medical stuff, for the friend of mine who has had the magnet installed in his finger. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know who that is. They said again. on Twitter now, by the way. This, um, they posted a video one? of themselves picking up a paperclip. Well done. Okay. you got a superpower now, buddy. So they have been doing... Wait, do we know this person? Is this somebody... I don't, no, I don't know you, them, but... You might not know them. They're a friend of mine. Anyway, they have been doing cold showers right every morning and extolling the virtues of these cold showers right. dramatic you haven't right. tried this have you because it's really like, awful. well he, he he made it sound like it was the fucking best the yeah. best the hottest but shit. Lewis, he has a fucking magnet in his finger yeah. so my <laughs> point is what do they know well what do I... they know if someone had a horn implanted in the middle of their head and said to you it's really handy i can hang my hat on it when i need my head free like would you listen to them just because they have done one thing that you think is bonkers when they do something else and also say this is amazing he's, it's also bonkers he's trolling you he's got to lower his body temperature or like there'll be problems with the magnet so he has to have a cold shower every day you don't have a magnet so you don't have to have one so i wouldn't listen to him honestly like uh, so this is a waste what, of time. this is what he said uh so i've been doing ice cold showers started off with 30 seconds a few days ago now i could do two minutes comfortably uh, it's to what really end? good. This guy's not point? washing properly. <laughs> I recommend everyone tries it. Uh, just 30 seconds at the end of a hot shower. Feels like I've had a shot of coffee and adrenaline. First time in my life I've felt so energized and happy. How long does that last, though? Well, 30... For the whole day? Yeah, 30 seconds. Um, for the whole day. Two, he's worked his way up to two minutes of happiness per day. I want you to try it for the next week and report back on the next Triforce about, about I, how I tried, cold you I got. tried it this morning. Okay. Okay. Just because I thought it would um, it would be an interesting thing to talk to you about, I turned it on to ice cold. I, I went. I started like hyperventilating. I had to like dive out of the shower after. I only lasted like five seconds. I'm not even cold. Okay, but did you just have a normal shower after that to like properly wash and stuff, or is that you done? So I had my regular shower, and then I flipped it to freezing cold at the end. So when your body's got used to being warm, yeah. I mean, You're then whacking it on max cold and freezing yourself. I bet you yourself. that water wasn't even that cold. It was probably just like normal temperature because I'd imagine that you well, like, like I you create like a sauna in your the, bathroom when you have it's a... It's like having the plunge pool, though. You remember them with the icy plunge pools that they have yeah. in swimming pools sometimes? Yeah. Like where you go out for, you go in the hot jacuzzi and then you plunge yourself in the they ice cold They have one, one at Center Parks and I jumped into it and my son was like laughing his head off. You just thought it was the funniest because mm. it was actually super cold. I know, like, but the thing is, with that, you kind of it's, you made a choice, and then you have to deal with it, right? Whereas in the shower, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you could always just move out yeah, like, yeah. because you know it's optional. So there's a lot more willpower to like force yourself to stay in that fucking All thing. Right, so fit a anyway, locking mechanism. Um, I couldn't do it. Do you ever it. have those lapses of like you know when you kind of go on autopilot? Like uh, you, you know sometimes you just put your like toothpaste on your hairbrush and stuff like that. You know like the the things you do every day, you get used to doing them. Sometimes you right. like mess them up because it's just like your brain's not paying yeah, any attention yeah. do you ever do that one where you get into the shower but you've forgotten to turn it on and like warm it up for a couple of seconds before you get in and you have to then turn the shower on while you're in it and the the first like two seconds is like super cold water and it's annoying do you ever get that no mm. no i always turn yes. it on first you always like do I, it that, first yeah, you never that's forget. my habit that's my habit is i turn it on from outside 
So I've, I've, we got like a sliding door and I reach in, turn on the shower, close the door. And sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll use the toilet and then go in the shower because that right. way I know it's, it's ready to go the, and the, I can get nice and clean. The toilet is definitely something which makes the shower go cold for like But I don't like flush the toilet until after I get out of the shower. Yeah. Well, so what if someone else is flushing the toilet in there, you know? Well, if someone just the no. Hmm? If that, well, if, if that happens, No, then the bathroom is occupied at that point, then nobody else should be in there doing <laughs> anything. That's how I feel about yeah, it Yeah, me as too. Well. I'm not into but that. Not everyone, I don't want to see anybody I've, pooping or not peeping. Not everyone I've lived with feels like it's okay. Yeah, they like, oh, he's in the shower. They, I could just go in there and use... No, yeah, you can't. It doesn't bother me. A, all, yeah. It doesn't bother me, but look, no. I feel I I don't bother other people when they're in the shower. Though I don't go flush the toilet when they're in the shower. I do. I'm not that kind of guy. I, no. I, I sub, I'd do. rather than go down. Like we've got a downstairs toilet, so probably I'll use that <laughs> you one. Do. But at the moment, I'm just like I, I need a wee. Do you got mind? The guest yeah. I just plunged them into freezing cold. Yeah, I'm happy with that. No, so apparently you're supposed to like take a deep breath and like slowly exhale and like just then once you're over that initial shock, it's quite apparently like something you can do. And then, I mean, I remember like taking a cold shower when I was really hot, you know, like when you're on holiday or something. It doesn't hot, work you, though. It's boiling, you go and take a cold shower. It doesn't work. Just to cool off a bit. Yeah, it doesn't really cool you It doesn't you down work, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel bad. You, you certainly don't want to take a hot shower when you're really like overheating mm. but yeah i mean god it was some it was so fucking icy it's been this hot morning. this week believe uh, it. it's gonna be hotter next week this week we i've done a lot of i mean i'm still going to the gym and i've been go i've been doing our garden yeah we had to we because we had the, nice. the the garden done but this week the big thing was spraying the sealant on the stones to sort of oh yeah, gives them a nice, yeah, yeah it deepens yeah. the color a bit protects them and all the rest of it um, oh yeah and so i've been doing that over the last couple of days moving all the stuff around and everything in the heat sweating I've enjoyed it. It's actually nice to just yeah. be doing stuff. Oh, like yeah. It's, uh, it's quite satisfying. I've got some potatoes growing now. They actually, oh, how are you supposed to do it? The shoots have come through. They burst through the uh, the earth at the top of the uh, at the, at the top of the buckets, and it looks like all four seedlings are uh, now going to make me a whole bunch of potatoes, which is exciting. Mm, wow. My kids were super Very excited cool. too. Yeah. So here's one thing: you haven't planted them like in the garden bed. No. You've Okay, no, I good. got big, like, uh, I, I got two big 40-liter buckets. Okay. You got a bed in the garden? I filled them up with, uh, with compost. <laughs> like, I put, like, maybe, like, um, a couple of inches of compost at the bottom. Put the seedlings in, like, where, like, the, uh, the little, like, you know, seedling bits are, like, face mm -hmm. up. Um, and then I covered the rest in compost and then just watered it every day for, like, two weeks. And now, boom, it's, uh, it's all growing. It's, it's getting there. Man, you should uh, see I, the stuff. I, I, we planted some potatoes in the back bed one time. Yeah. We were getting little potatoes cropping up for years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They just they never go away. You'll yeah. just keep getting little potatoes because when you harvest them, you'll miss a couple and then they'll grow into potato plants. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just continual stream of potatoes. Yeah, yeah. It was a disaster. We've had the same with uh, strawberries. Like, uh, I, I planted a whole bunch of new stuff in a uh, in a pot that had strawberries in it last year, and um, the new stuff has not grown, and we now just have more strawberries. Like, all, <laughs> they've just regrown, like, tons yeah. of them. That's nature. That's just the power it's of, incredible. you know, this is what, what happens. It's incredible. You know. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at sax.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. Long time no see. This week's podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped. Oh, no way, not again. These guys and their ball grooming. I mean, come on. <laughs> Don't forget, Father's Day is just That's around the corner. Right. And nothing says I love you, Dad, more than a world class. Kids. Grooming Thank kids. you so much. I love you so much. By the way, shave my balls today. <laughs> uh, That's right. You heard that correctly. The Lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped is the best body hair trimmer on the market, and all dads need to could do with a trim. You oh. know, uh, it offers precision like engineered tools for your family jewels, and you can get 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com trifles. Don't take a freezing cold shower no. while you're trying to shave your balls with a, just a some half-assed razor blade off your girlfriend. No. Use Manscaped's proper stuff. They've got like lovely powders and sprays and all the all the stuff. I've been using them. They're great. Um, it's a top top recommendation from us at the Trifles Podcast. Give for... your balls the Crufts finish. Yeah. They could be good enough to display at a dog show. <laughs> oh, is that a miniature schnauzer? No, it's my cock and balls. Uh, Manscaped.com <laughs> slash Trifles. Uh, 20% off with free shipping if you use our code Manscaped.com slash Trifles. On with the show. On with the show. Did you hear about this creature that they found frozen in ice? that lived for like 30,000 years. Wow. And then it's still, like they, it defrosted and they, it's still going. Like it's pretty nuts. What is it? What, what are what you is talking it called? about? I will try and find- um, Is it like a little mouse or something? No, <laughs> that would be something. No, it's like a little, uh, God, it had a weird name. Rotifers. Rotifers. The what? They're called, the, the, uh, it's a little, it's a creature you would never have heard of. It's called a rotifer. I'll try and find the, the article that I read about so it. So it could live for 30,000 years or? It was, it was asleep essentially. Here we go. 24,000 year old microorganisms found frozen in Siberia can still reproduce. Wow. So this is a microscopic worm-like creature. So not that interesting. No. But um, they've been around for millions of years. They never have sex. They're all female. They just reproduce. Yeah. And they had one in ice frozen in the permafrost in Siberia for 24,000 years. Carries on making new rotifers. Well, and they're it... super resistant to everything. Radiation, dying, starvation, low oxygen. Why did they thaw this thing out? Like it, um, it was frozen for a reason, probably. This and was now, the soil cryology lab. We're done. So they just found some out of dig. We've, <laughs> we've opened Pandora's box. We're, we have. It's over. Yeah, that's actually the end of the article. Uh, we have opened Pandora's box. God help us all. God help, God us, help all. us all. What that's have you what done, said. you fools? End transmission. That's the last they heard from the scientists. So yeah, God, who knows? Yeah. It's like a little, little shitty thermometer or something. It just looks shit is this the first thing we've cryogenically unfrozen basically ever no there really. wasn't wasn't there like a mammoth one time it, it was dead though Sips. oh right there's a difference oh. this is alive right so it's a zombie is what you're saying i'm saying we've, zo we've zombified a bacteria no i'm saying that this was frozen and when they unfrozen it it was still alive and carried on reproducing and living its life 
the mammoth right. had been dead a long time and was frozen. So and he's not alive. There's no live tissue on him whatsoever. In, indeed. The mammoth is, is dead. He's dead. Yeah. Uh, sorry to report that. Uh, to any mammoth fans Definitely out there. Definitely dead. I'm a huge mammoth fan. I just fan. noticed, sorry, there's a, on the on the problem page on this uh, article I'm reading, there's a, obviously a, a, an e, a, they've had a message from a Triforce fan. Uh, my girlfriend and I are extremely happy together, but she told me that two of her exes had a bigger penis than me. P.S. Love the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So I'd be out in the sun and uh, there was a bunch of Triforce random people who came up to me and told me, they had a tiny penis. A couple of different people told this nice. piece in the street. Never gets week. easy to receive that one. Yeah, no, it, it never gets weird. easy yeah, to hey, hear I got it. a small dick. Jesus, why are you telling me this? I, I, don't, I don't want to know uh, this. I, I, now I just sort of smile and nod. Um, yeah. But no, uh, they're very nice. I met a couple of very nice, very smartly dressed, very nice people. Yeah. Uh, one person asked me for a shout-out. I said, we're not going to do shout-outs to his mum, Lisa, because that's the policy <laughs> no, of yeah. the Trifles podcast. There's no way we could ever possibly do that yeah. for your mum, Lisa. I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah. So tell your mom Lisa sorry, but that's just not the way that we roll. Yeah, uh, we would never say shout out to that guy's mom. Twenty-two Lisa. Coventry Lane. That's not a thing. Um, West. That's what I told him. West uh, Bishopsgate, uh, Lisa. Yeah, and no, sorry, we can't. So so yeah, had we had I met some nice people. One guy was a maths teacher, um, teaching teaching kids. Another guy was a, a another teacher, and I, I I think I read I was, I was like talking to him about it, and I think one of them said that. Apparently, kids have lost a hundred hours on average in the in the in the lockdown, and that didn't sound like much to me actually, because I suppose a hundred hours in a game to me isn't very long at all. Yeah, no. Jeez, you're still a noob in Dota. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's like barely enough time to you know finish, gone home, which I I did finish this week. It was okay, uh, but yeah, like a hundred hours of of I I suppose it depends, doesn't it? Like maybe that's what a hundred hours in maths is what he meant, but I don't know. Like it still still seems like a lot of a lot of how much how long are kids in school five hours a week. Still a long time. Five, five hours, hours a, day. a Sorry. week. Five hours, five a, hours week. a day. Yeah, they usually just go hours for a week. the uh, four weeks worth. They pop in for lunch. Yeah, no, it's like six hours a yeah. day. Yeah, it's a long time, man. It's like it's more than okay. a full time job. So no, it's, it's, uh, it's less than a month worth of school that kids are behind apparently due to lockdowns, which I suppose is pretty bad. But yeah, I, I think I think it's okay. I think um, countries are dealing with anyway, this right? differently, though. I'm, I think that like in the Netherlands and like Finland and Norway, uh, they've pledged something like, you know, 500 per child or, or in some cases more. It's like one thousand two hundred and fifty pounds per child to get people caught up on on the education that they missed out on. I think we should this. just cut some stuff. Like I I learned Latin for a year. I don't think I need on to On the do that. on the scale you know? of this where all these all these European countries are spending all this money on on children and stuff. Uh, the UK came in at the bottom uh, with a pledge of 50 pounds child well to, let me give you some idea pounds. there was uh i think it was is it rishi sunak is the chancellor of the exchequer i think that's his yeah. name something like that anyway there, there was a bill proposed by the education czar yeah uh, to, to catch all the kids up and it was about i think it was about a 15 billion pound yeah sort of bill right yeah and uh he said no but he did approve a 25 billion pound tax cut for big companies so well that's good that'll oh, help the kids that's, that's gonna help the kids big there time. was a good bit of news in the in the news this week though which was that um apparently the big countries have got together to agree to actually tax um the tax avoiders yeah. this is a bad People thing who pay zero I, why is it a bad, a bad thing for well Jersey? because i'm gonna have to probably pay some corporation tax now <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right i see although i don't I know see. if it actually applies because i'm uh I, i'm a, like a local resident i don't have like a a sister company that's the 
declaring all my profits here. Like, right. I yeah, but I, but I do feel like the majority of people watching your content are not watching it in Jersey. It's not like your, it's not Shut like up, your Lewis. entire Twitch channel. You're operating from a tax haven, but you do live there. I yeah, suppose. yeah, That's I fair, do. Right? I do. Yeah. I legitimately live here and I, I pay, I pay my, my tax. I pay my income tax and, and stuff. Like, come oh, on. You do pay something. You well, uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting news. The other thing I keep seeing spammed on the front page of Reddit all the time is the super stonk. Have you seen, like, no. the GameStop attitude? No, like, what's no. happened? So I think, basically, there's a big community of people on Reddit. It's really interesting because they think that GameStop um, shares were so heavily shorted. Wait, wait, wait. We're not running back over the GME thing again because we've definitely talked about this before. Well, yeah, we, we are. But, like, I think it's, like, a bit different. So they they... There's, there's this big community of people who think that the hedge funds and all these big companies have... have Because originally the plan was to short GameStop into the ground yep. so it would go bankrupt so they'd never have to pay back or actually buy or cover their shorts, right? right. They'd never have to source stock. Um, so that it, so that what they did was they created all this synthetic stock, if you like, this this kind of like fake GameStop stock. Yeah, there was like stock and more than existed or some shit, right? Yeah, like, and it still is apparently like a lot more than existed. And apparently a lot of the shorts who were short have never paid it back. Now, I think what's probably going to happen is they're just going to delay the pain as long as possible. Then when they finally do have to pay it back, they're just going to declare bankruptcy and they've got all this time to prepare themselves to declare bankruptcy, right? So that's what's going to happen because I think they've worked it out that if, if all the shorts did have to cover now and buy actual shares on the market, that would cause the price to become ludicrous, right? It would it would go up to like millions because it's broken, right? It's a system where there are literally literally aren't enough shares to right. buy to cover. Man, every so time they, you say shorts, I think about how many pairs of shorts I own. Like uh, how many do you own? Track shorts, like seven, eight pairs. Do you own more shorts than exist? Do you have any <laughs> naked shorts? No, no. But I do have a many, many pairs of shorts. I got some new ones recently as well. Mm, I need some really? new shorts. Yeah, as and well, they yeah. look like they look respectable. They don't look like lazy dad shorts. You know, they look like those ones that people might wear, like um, with like some penny loafers and like a collared shirt. You know to go yachting in or something like that. Mm. But they're, they're still made of like track pant material. They just don't look like they are. Right. So that's pretty good so too. So anyway, I'm going to order speak, some games... new shorts on Amazon right now, actually. Do it, man. Do it. Do you, do you remember the original sort of massive peak of GameStop when it went up to like 300? I, I think do. so. Um, and then it and it fell back down to like 50. Well, it's back it up at 300 again today. Right. It's, you know, it's it's gone up hugely, really. And, and similar things have happened this week with other very heavily shorted stocks like AMC, which is the cinema chain, uh, BlackBerry. There's another couple that they've been, what are so-called meme stocks, right? Yeah, companies that used to be big and are not now, right? And there is this rabid community of, of people on Reddit who are convinced that this is happening. And, is, and it's very convincing, actually, when you read through all of the stuff that they've sort of dug up um, about how all these companies work and all this dodgy stuff that's going on. And, and just, just seeing like how corrupt and it almost it, they've clearly it feels like to me like reddit have clearly identified something that is um something that has been happening that's illegal and they've taken advantage of it right because this is you know it feels to me like this is something which could break the system if you like do you know what i mean because it's like this kind of weird thing which exposes some some thing that, that all, basically it turns out that all of these the companies who are doing this kind of 
own the whole system from start to finish. So they're supposed to be like separate people who who are the market makers, who are the people who who make basically do the transactions and create the synthetic shares. Right. But it turns out that the hedge funds own those market they they own their own market maker they own their own middleman they own their own company and they're all called different things but they're owned by them and th- it means that they can just make their own rules they can do whatever they fucking want they're it's like crazy. oh that's it's, nuts. it's they're, they're they're self-regulating as well so it's like oh are we doing this okay i think we are um it's kind of <laughs> there crazy is, so there is a lot of self-regulating industries especially in america where they convince politicians that well the best people to know if what we're doing is appropriate is us we know what we're doing and everyone and they go oh yeah but of course they don't just go oh yeah they go ah give me a load of money and i'll agree with you and they do it is incredible yes can you imagine it's incredible anything else where you would just self-regulate i mean it, you know we have independent regulators for a reason it's ridiculous it's like yeah. it's like having like no police essentially and just saying well we'll just get the drug dealers to make sure they don't sell and you know shoot each other and uh and sell to kids. Will <laughs> who knows mafia drug dealers better than drug dealers? Of course the mafia they. was great. Yeah, they people knew what are they were like, doing. Look, people are like, oh, I wish the mafia still ran things. <laughs> what was I? What was I doing recently where people were actually no non ironically saying that? Um, there was a documentary where people were like, oh, I wish the mafia was still in charge of this industry. Because <laughs> once all the corporations came in, they ruined it. Well, it's bloody Vegas. It was talking about Vegas. I'm not being funny, but th- when the mafia was in charge, a lot of the unions in America were in a, had a, were very, very powerful. Um, the Teamsters Union and, and all those kind of unions, because, and like the you know, the waste disposal unions and like all these unions were all mafia backed. Um, so whilst they were bent as a nine bob note, they were also had a lot more power than they do now. So I'm sure for some people, those are the good old days. Like back when the mafia ran things, we they didn't fuck about. It's it's funny to think of. Yeah. So I guess there was a, there's a there's a movie called I think it's called Money Machine or something like that. I watched it on Amazon. It was a bit of a mess, but it was wasn't very good. But it was like um, documentary about the the partly about the shooting that happened in Vegas that everyone's forgotten. Oh God, about. no! Um, so awful. But, That's awful. But yeah. also about generally Vegas and like the attitude and the, the sort of the sort of commercialization and and the, just the, the whole money machine of the whole structure but there were a lot of people lamenting how the mafia weren't in charge anymore like you know when the mafia were running things at least no one was being killed and i was like yes they were they were being buried out in the fucking desert you just never really yeah, you just didn't hear about it yeah they just disappeared <laughs> i don't yeah, i don't know if the like, mafia generally only kill bad people like do they just kill other mafia or are they uh, killing no, their of course not they kill, the they, well? they kill people that they take advantage of um for uh for money when uh when they no longer are able to give them the money that they're owed and stuff like that it, yeah. it escalates yeah. to the point where then they get killed or it's usually it's usually they they prey on people who are weak who have like you know vices like gambling addictions right. shit like that that always need money um and uh and or are and geographically the, isolated the like perfect, the perfect the perfect setup is somebody things. who has those kind of weaknesses but are in charge of something that they can mm. then have an inside guy on hand um to yes sort of mold things that. their way and then uh, like the, minute, the minute those guys um stop paying or become useless to them or whatever they then kind of have to kill them because it's a it's a loose end, right? It's somebody that yeah. knows a bit about how they operate, who they are, what they who they're affiliated with, and stuff. 
and they just have to get rid of them because they could potentially spill the beans on them. Agreed. The, so the, spill the, the beans is a, is a mafia term as well. The lesson here is don't borrow money from the mafia. That's it. Yep. That's all you got to do. There's just don't yep. borrow money from them. And then don't you probably it. won't be really affected by them. Uh, indirectly, you might be. There's a lot. They still have their hands in a lot of pies. Like uh, surprisingly to this day, it's crazy. But um, but yeah, direct involvement. If you can avoid it, you'll you probably won't get killed by the mafia. Or your your chances you of go. getting Top killed tip. by them are far less. Sips tips. Yeah. Sips tips. Yeah. yeah. Is that still yeah. a problem? I, I don't know. Like so anyway, I felt like um this whole financial I'm really interested in the financial finagling and all this garbage. I'm not invested in GameStop or any of these things, or I haven't got any cryptos at all, but it's really interesting just to see this like that just how i'm just so interested in it. i guess i've always been interested in like the financial crash and stuff like this i'm just sort of from the outside looking in and like just i, I I'm, I'm cheering for these guys honestly yeah you know, if they it's can, hard not to it's hard because not they're to. the underdog as well right like um if it, when when these with these big companies make so much money from just it just feels like they have all the tools Being on the shitty. inside you know they can they could trade like outside the market hours. They could just do yeah, whatever they want. Yeah, they can be really want. shitty and then justify it somehow or get away with it. Uh, and then if, yeah. if anybody else tries to to sort of out hustle them, then they start to get angry. And um, yeah, and then and the all of a sudden, they've got a lot of power because the law. But banks, as much as people hate them, they are very important. Like we do need banking, and we need uh, these things for our economy to function. Like regardless of what people think, you know, mortgages and business loans and all this this is important stuff the problem is that it's not enough for them to make some money from those things they want to make as much fucking money as possible every single year even if that means doing something shitty and bending the rules and that's the fucking problem is they, that's no where the limit. mafia always fell down as well though it's that human greed, greed that like always brings these people down yeah right? it's like like and and like just taking risks as well that they think they can get away with you know i'm in a similar situation you... myself um yeah. oh yeah i got some guys coming in to put some shelves up in right. the garage and it started with right. just one shelf i asked for one shelf oh, man. now i'm getting like seven who did they talk oh, you into that shit. no no i talked myself into it because did when... they come around and they were like no he's you like... Were like i'd like a shelf and they were like well how about yeah, seven yeah. and you were like yes no no it wasn't like that at all it's like i'd like a shelf and they're like yeah okay no problem we can put one here uh, and then I and was you like, liked it you so know what? Much. That sounds kind of easy, actually. Let's go for like seven. Like, can you fit seven <laughs> in this space? And they're like, yeah. So I'm getting like seven shelves. Interesting. It's going to be awesome. I'm the same. Like, I'm the same. Like, when I, I buy like Warhammer models, I'll be like, I paint one model. I'll be like, oh, I really like this. I'm going to buy 10 more. And it's like, oh, no. Now I've got too many shelves. Yeah. I went totally over overboard on some of these. Oh, um, yeah. man. Talking of models, I've been... This is the nerdiest thing that I watch on YouTube, and I watch a lot of nerdy shit on YouTube. There is a tabletop World War II miniatures game called Bolt Action. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I know about it. You should not be admitting to this. I mean... I don't care, dude. You've got a little bit of street cred left. I would I don't have any street cred. I watch videos of like an hour and a half long of the full after-action report of some skirmish between French fighters and Luftwaffe or uh, Falschermjäger or whatever, you know, it's sort of like, I I love this game and I love the miniatures and I love World War II stuff and I'm like, I want to play this game, but the the more I look at it, the more I realise, I don't know anyone in the area who plays these kind of games, and if there are people in the area that play those kind of games, they're probably going to piss me off. They're going to be super grognardy, nerdy I don't know if those are the kind of people you want to know, really. Exactly. What I'm I'll saying is, game. Lewis, can you buy all the stuff that we need, and then when I come down, we can play. If it? you buy a painted army, 
uh, I'll paint along with you. you yeah, that would Every be great. Every model you paint, I'll paint one as well. That would be great. We could do a do okay. a, a vid or a stream or something where I, I I'm I'm going to go for a British forces, and you can be okay. the Nazis. How about that? Lewis would love that. Can I be the Soviets? We we never fought the Soviets, so. Oh. I mean, oh, it, yeah. it would work. I don't mind. I'm just saying historically, it's not accurate. I don't want to do. I don't want to do Nazis. They're very black. They're very black uniforms Excuse me? well that's the, that. that's the like the sort of Gestapo. Like black. the regular the regular wehrmacht and the uh the, the you know the ss forces wore gray they didn't wear black did they i think you were thinking yeah, of okay. uh, a baddie in indiana jones and the raiders of the lost ark he had a black jacket on. he was an Maybe ss officer i think he was he was gestapo i could i could i could do you, you could do russians right. you know what it doesn't matter it'll be a, like a I fictional do, what if i just wanted to do some snow bases and like maybe some red flags yeah yeah do yeah. it did I have any red bits on the uniforms, the Russians? They're they're just no. pure red, and they they all have to carry a hammer in one hand and a sickle in the other, <laughs> like like red shirts. <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it was Warhammer, that's what they would be. The the Russian soldiers would have a literal hammer and sickle. I could get some red cloaks and stuff, surely. I mean, you can have a commissar. You're uh, you could definitely paint some. How you could have a lad carrying a red flag, like Ruskies. the Soviet flag, like that, as part of a unit. Go ahead and look at some of the armies that are available. You'll need to do okay. probably two or three squads of lads. You'll need a vehicle okay. or two, machine gun, mortar. I'm sure there's spotters, a start set an officer, I can buy. and a, maybe a fixed emplacement gun, like a like an anti tank gun or something. There's like these that. lads I watch on YouTube who have like a video uh, a board game shop in Singapore, right? And they play all of these sort of very nichey tank um, like tabletop games. Um, and they get about a hundred. I need to give them a shout out, honestly. Uh, I think they're called Blitz Battles right. on YouTube or something like that. Oh shit, it's not called that. Hang on, let me find out what they're. You just shouted out. You just shouted out their their primary competitor. You're trying to do <laughs> yeah. a nice thing. <laughs> Damn you! Shit. They're rival. Damn those Blitz gaming a-holes. They keep winning. They, they paid their tank so well. How do they do it? But yeah, I'm gonna do. You know what? Let's fucking do it, dude. The thing is, I don't have any terrain. Do you guys have, like, terrain? You can easily make some. Go to, like, a model railway shop. There's got to be one around. Like, that's, yeah, like, very English thing. Yeah, get some little houses, like, those little rubber trees. But the thing is, I, I definitely don't have room to store the tiles, like, those foam tiles. I did a uh, Jurassic World challenge with Lewis one time, and Lewis can probably tell you that I'm pretty good at actually making terrains out of... Oh, really? I made a beach out of, like, breadcrumbs and um, <laughs> some grass out of um, some marzipan and stuff like I i'm was, gonna do this i was on i'm gonna, I was I'm, gonna on bloody it. I'm gonna order my army right Sorry, now they're called blitz minis there you go that's who they are Bolt action british starter pack blitz Boom. minis there you go this comes them. with right. look at this it comes with loads of lads machine gun mortar tank my god a gun oh very exciting stuff well i've worked a little bit on i'm still working on my own version of a tabletop miniatures game like a generic one. Oh yeah did a bit of work this week felt felt nice to actually Come up with some sort of ideas. I've I've bought um a little hexagon, plastic hexagon stencil. I'm gonna like spray paint some 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 sheets to try and I don't know. I've got some plans. It's exciting. Right. Um, it's nice to make things for for once with my hands. I don't know. I feel like everything I do is digital, so it's nice to do something physical for a bit, even if it's just very briefly. Do some gardening. I can highly recommend it. Gardening uh -huh. is very relaxing. It's really great. Yeah, it's something something else. And when the stuff starts growing. Oh, Maron, look out. I have some tomatoes and everything. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking of buying some Ethereum this week, actually. Yeah. Um, just because I heard like there's this thing called Ethereum version two. Right. And they have an, an unusual like way of like mining the Bitcoin, the, the, the Ethereum coins, right? 
which is different to how it's been done conventionally. I think it's, it's more like, um, oh, it's, it's complicated, but yeah. it's different. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. And the other thing I saw, which I thought was interesting, is, you know, NBTs, mm. right? Um, you know, we talked about those before. They're like these non... Oh, sorry, NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Yeah, God, they're fucking tokens. bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, but I was thinking, what... what so what someone on Super Stonk suggested... And this, is, this is not a podcast about GameStop, uh, but it's weird. Yes, it is. I, I just, it, it tickled me and it's weird. And I wondered if anyone had seen it or thought anything about it or whether it's just dumb and it wouldn't work. But um, there was this idea on someone posted on there where in order to basically, because all these people have solved their shorts, right? They don't have the shares. You could issue the game. How many pairs are we talking here? Like loads of shorts. Uh, so GameStop could offer a dividend. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that means that everyone who owns a share would get given some money. Now, the hedge funds would have to pay that dividend extra mm. because of their shorts, right? But if you, on top, so, but that's one option. But option two is you could offer as a dividend a non fungible token. Okay. And that means that <laughs> these hedge funds wouldn't be able to get hold of those non fungible tokens. So they would have to sell their, sh- they'd have to close their short positions. So that would cause the, the, Mother of all short squeezes, right, which, right, right. The, which the GameStop people are hoping for, right? The, the M-O-A-S-S, the mother of all short squeezes, which I love because it's like such a Call of Duty yeah. thing. I, do, you, do you know what I mean? Uh, and uh, yeah, anyway, I thought I heard that and it just blew my mind that that's the kind of crazy shit that could be done I think what, in what's interesting to me is that whatever happens with this GameStop stuff, there is a group of people out there on the internet who are organizing... And their sole motivation, actually, they have two. One of them is to try and make money, but the other one is to fuck over these companies. I think it's really yes. interesting that their biggest driving factor is, can we fuck these guys over? At the, yeah, at the, at the very worst, it'll raise awareness about these exploitative practices that definitely shouldn't be allowed. Right, but you know? all the, all the like, there was loads of stuff in the press, all the financial guys coming out and saying, oh, these people are ridiculous, all these games are rubbish, and this is all fine, and the, these poor companies companies and i'm thinking this is this is people power man you know this is this is the the people stepping out and telling them to fuck off i'm on their side 100 percent. yeah the yeah. other thing that it feels like is like you remember on eve online when people would actively seed spies into other guilds yeah. to like sounds like eve. like fuck them up yeah. and steal their guild bank. yeah yeah like it feels like that's the case here as well like there's so many bots and like shills and like sneaky insiders like all because it's all public all this stuff yeah. right and, like, and there's people just have infiltrated the community so there's this kind of low level of paranoia as well where like every other post is like you know stuff's stuff's being like very knee-jerk downvoted if it doesn't toe the party line yeah. right it's very self-policing to the it's point weird. where they've become this kind of really amplified echo chamber of weirdness so yeah i just think it's so interesting seeing it all happen and um watching it from the outside kind of thing yeah yeah like i said don't uh just look after yourselves treat treat be careful i'm not invested and i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not yeah, involved in don't. this at all what scares me when people say remortgage my house for this guys and post a picture of how much they bought and i just think please don't don't do that like if you have the money that's fine but please please don't don't do that i respect the crazy gambling nature i do not but my god the risks they're taking yeah i've known too many gamblers don't do it don't do it yeah or else we'll come get you and bury you in the desert. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Just on the good old school days. Vegas stuff. When we ran That's Vegas. what the hedge funds are going to start doing. They're going to start burying you know, people in the desert. Sending in the hitmen, the economic hitmen. Oof. Yeah, God, it's only a matter of time before some GameStop investor gets 
bumped off by a shady god i better be careful i'm gonna get i'm gonna get i'm gonna you be know too much head. i mean you you could be I in know. trouble <laughs> make an example I too little. Of Lewis i know way way too little target he acquired. knows too little we need to think about <laughs> he knows too little <laughs> he knows <laughs> this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's, he's talking fuck about i hate this information yeah me too boss <laughs> <laughs> information yeah, so so a lot of stuff that I've half read and half understood, um, but I I just I just find it fascinating, um, fascinating. All right, that is enough of this podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank everyone. you. Uh, you can have a great get week. New episodes. Stay cool. Sleep with it's one eye hot. open, Lewis. It sounds like uh... keep, keep your keep your third eye <laughs> open. That's right. Plant plant some flowers. Smell a tulip. Oh, you know, maybe get a guy to put a shelf yeah. up for you. Boom. And and enjoy yourself. Uh, you can follow Triforce on Spotify to get new episodes as soon as they come out every Wednesday. There's a new pitch, please, this Sunday. What? Boba is on it. So God, uh, what's she going to come up out with? Our sister podcast, Pitch Please. I'm going to have a listen to that. Thank you very much when that comes out. And uh, yeah, take it easy. See you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.